You're tuning in to Natty News Daily with the latest and breaking natural bodybuilding news. Bringing you today's Natty News, your host, Leroy Rollins. What's happening, guys? Welcome to another episode of Natty News Daily. We're going to start this off with some show discussion. First off, the IMBF Muscle Mayhem, which is one of the bigger shows under the WMBF, IMBF, in the United States. It's in California every year, Sacramento, California, typically in Sheldon High School. And usually it's in July, but unfortunately, they've had to postpone it to October. Now, hopefully things can go smoothly in October, but uh, unfortunately, yeah, they're postponing the event. I know a few people were lining up for that show that I follow um, for July, but now it's moved back to October. So that's another July, August, September, October, like four more months uh, of prep for those individuals if they are uh, you know, pushing forward for that event. So hopefully it can still run in October. It's a great show. Uh, a lot of high quality athletes attend that event. So it's always a, a pretty good battle. Uh, across all classes, so hopefully that can run smoothly when uh, when they put it on in October. Next up, here locally, the CPA, the Canadian Physique Alliance, the CanFit Pro Naturals has been cancelled, not postponed, actually cancelled. So the part of the reason they probably cancelled it is because the Canadian Physique Alliance, their season is now basically crammed from August to December. So uh, there's not many weekends now that are free for them to run the event, so uh, it, it's tricky because now you got to scramble to find a venue that'll host it uh, in a time frame for people to qualify before uh, nationals uh, in December. So uh, it looks like they've opted opted to cancel it, which is unfortunate because it's a it's a good event, especially for first timers. I had a client in it last year, and she did awesome, and she had fun there. It was a great event, so it sucks that it's canceled. Uh, buddy of mine, Brandon Lazert. You guys have seen me talk about him in these videos before. He was actually chewing on the idea of doing that event because he suspects he's going to be ready early. Uh, the show he was planning to do is September, uh, but he, he was going to potentially jump into this CanFit Pro on August 15th, but now that's not going to happen. So he's uh, back to his original game plan with uh, targeting September. So yeah, CanFit Pro has been canceled. Uh, and last up regarding shows, the WMBF Canada announced two new shows for 2021, then both being in Kelowna and the one that I'm promoting in Ontario. So very, very exciting. Uh, WMBF Canada branching out a little bit. Right now they just have shows in Western Ontario. So British Columbia, Alberta, uh, those provinces. Uh, provinces. So now we're, uh, we're getting one here in Ontario and hopefully we just continue to grow from there. So very, very exciting. Um, for the WMBF Canada regarding uh, the two new shows in 2021. Next up, uh, Jack Piad, natural bodybuilder from the UK, a uh, friend of mine that I, I speak with regularly on Instagram. He supports me, I support him. We, we've become pretty pretty close friends, so it's exciting to see uh, the progress he's making. But anyways, he posted a throwback to 2015, which you're seeing on screen right now. And so this is five years ago. And uh, one thing that, that I noticed right off the hop is he's doing men's physique, which I didn't know that Jack did, uh, which is kind of interesting that uh, we both started in men's physique and then kind of grew into the bodybuilding class. But you look at this photo of Jack, he's small. He's a small guy. I don't know what he weighed here, 
But uh, now I want you to look at this photo of him now and he's legit like doubled in size in comparison to that 2015 physique. So uh, fantastic work by Jack, super, super awesome. I can't I can't pick out anything that hasn't improved. His entire physique has improved. Obviously, in the the 2015 shot, you're just seeing his upper body, but you can you can bet his legs have doubled in size too. So very very impressive work by Jack, and just goes to show what you can do naturally when you tick all the boxes. You put in the work with your nutrition, your training, your recovery, all that kind of stuff, and and you just put all your efforts into it. You can get some damn impressive results. So very very excited to see Jack on stage again in 2021 so that'll be uh, six years from this 2015 photo so that's going to be a pretty pretty sweet side by side he'll be able to do next year of this photo and his uh new stage photos because uh it's going to be a, a wild wild difference next up uh, a post by brad schoenfeld uh with a little snippet from a review that uh i'm gonna butcher his name guillermo escalante and chris barricat did on fasted versus non-fasted cardio um, for physique athletes. So when when they say physique athletes, guys, don't just assume men's physique. That just means athletes that are you know looking to change their physique. Uh, so you know bodybuilding physique athletes as a whole. Um, so they talked about fasted versus non-fasted cardio, the benefits, uh, whether it's you know one's better than the other for fat loss. Um, the old kind of bodybuilding mentality was that fasted cardio was king. Get up first thing in the morning, don't eat anything, bust out, you know, 30 minutes, an hour on the treadmill or the Stairmaster, and that's king for fat loss. But, you know, recent evidence suggests that that might not be the case um, and that it really doesn't matter if it's non-fasted or fasted. So they did a review and turns out, summed up, that it really doesn't matter. Uh, what time you do your cardio, when you do it, whether you're fed or not, there's no evidence to suggest that doing it fasted is really all that much better than doing it when you've ate something. So for those of you that uh, you know get up at four in the morning, I've been there uh, because that's when you're you're fasted and you're trying to bang out your cardio and you're sluggish and you're exhausted and you know you're you're just kind of running yourself down. Uh, seems to be that that doesn't have to be the case, that you can do it whenever it, it fits in your schedule. Now, I'm not saying that fasted cardio is bad. Uh, it seems to be that people get it all twisted um, because if that fits your schedule and that's the only time you can do it, then by all means do so. But don't feel like if you can't do fasted cardio that you're missing out on something because uh, this, this paper seems to suggest otherwise. Next up in the news, uh, Good Life Canada has released their health and safety procedures for reopening. So Good Life... Here in Canada is probably the biggest uh, gym chain across Canada. They also have Fit for Less, which is another uh, chain that, that is under the Good Life umbrella. So they've released the health and safety procedure. So we're going to go through that really quick. Um, there's, what's it look like here, 11 points that they, uh, they've put up. So first off, reduced club capacity. I think this is a given across all gym chains. Uh, e-business e in general, right? Grocery stores are doing reduced capacity. You know, stores are doing reduced capacity. So uh, just quickly noting here, Good Life will significantly reduce the capacity in our clubs as well as our four women's area, group fitness and cycling studios to allow for proper physical distancing. Equipment will be reduced, removed or relocated where necessary. Locker capacity will be reduced with cleaning occurring ev following every member use. So 
The big one to note there, guys, is that uh, they're just going to have less members in at a time. So that shouldn't come as a shock to anybody. Uh, like I said, every business is doing that, whether it's a gym or not. They're reducing capacity, so not a surprise. Online booking, point number two, our members will book a one-hour time slot for their workout or group fitness class using the Good Life mobile app or the website. Once club capacity has been reached, bookings will close for that time slot. Walk-ins will only be permitted if capacity allows. So you got to book your workouts online. A lot of people, when they first uh, posted about this uh, a couple weeks ago, were in an uproar about it. But honestly, guys, like if you can't make your workout, then you need to reevaluate your priorities and, and make it fit in your schedule. Um, I know for myself, if I'm booking a time to go to the gym, it's going to be a time that I can go and without risk of, of having to miss it. Um, the, the key point there too is one hour. So you only have an hour to get your workout in. How they're managing that, I don't know. I don't know if you're going to get like a tap on your shoulder after the hour and people tell you to get out or, or what. But obviously they're going to track that somehow. So they are going to know who's in and at what time. So yeah, online booking for your one hour time slots. Frequent cleaning, again, nothing that's overly surprising. Our associates will adopt a constantly cleaning mindset to ensure special attention is given to high touch areas and surfaces around the club. So your door handles, water fountains, that kind of stuff are all gonna be cleaned on a regular basis. Again, not a surprise. Hand sanitizer, um, good hand cleaning. Uh, in the club at all times, additional hand sanitizer has been made available. Again, not a surprise. Dedicated club reset time. This one's just interesting. The club will close for 30 minutes after every hour of member activity to reset and clean. So after every hour, 30 minutes, they close down. So their times are going to be uh, skewed then. It does, it, so instead of doing like, you know, workouts from 5 to 6, 6 to 7, 7 to 8, they'd be like 5 to 6 and then 6 to 6.30 cleaning and then 6.30 to 7.30 workout, 7.30 to 8 cleaning. So it's going to be all over the place. Uh, so that'll be interesting how, how that all kind of unfolds. Reduction to services and amenities. Again, probably not a big surprise. Um, they note that uh, they'll not be providing towels, showers, pools, tanning, massage chairs, or hair dryers at this time. So again, not a huge surprise. Those are areas that uh, you know people are gonna be touching and sweating on more often and, and potential to uh, spread germs and, and spread the virus. So those amenities will not be, uh, be allowed when they reopen. Directional arrows and signage. This is something that you see grocery stores doing a lot. Good Life is installing directional arrows and signage throughout the club to ensure members and associates can maintain physical distancing when moving around the club or high traffic areas. So it'll be interesting to see how they kind of uh, manage that. Like if you go and train with a friend, if you're gonna have to be like six feet apart at all times or, or what they're gonna do with that. Uh, floor markers. Again, to ensure participants remain separated and safe during classes. Protective barriers. You see this in grocery stores and, and other facilities where in front of uh, you know cashiers and stuff, they have the plexiglass or plastic, whatever it is. Um, but protective barriers will be installed at our front desk and presentation tables to ensure associates do not come in contact with members. Not a surprise. Um, protective equipment. Associates will be required to wear face masks during their shift. Not a surprise, safety first. Uh, assisting members from home, the member experience department is available to assist members from home with any inquiries they might have 
reducing potential congestion at the front desk and providing flexible options to our members. So Good Life doing everything they can to reopen and, and get people back in the gym. I know people are upset with the restrictions and stuff like that, but at the end of the day, if you want to get back in the gym soon, then this is the route they're going to have to take. Um, I know for myself, if there's a little bit less equipment, if I only have an hour, it's still better than what I have at home. Um, if I go to the gym and I'm using half the equipment, it's still more equipment than I have at home. If I only have an hour, well, then I'm going to maximize that hour. And if there's certain things maybe I have to do at home because I couldn't do them at the gym, then so be it. But if I'm going to the gym, I'm going to make sure that the stuff I do at the gym is the stuff that I, I don't have access to at home. So kudos to Good Life. You know, a lot of gyms are probably going to follow a similar route. Uh, I don't see anything about timeline of when exactly they're going to reopen. There's kind of rumblings and stuff that I've seen posted around with mid to late June, July 1st, maybe. So fingers crossed that, uh, you know, the gyms can get back in action locally um, because I know in the States there's places that have reopened. In the UK, there's places that have reopened. So hopeful that uh, here in Canada, specifically Ontario, where I am, we can get back in action sooner rather than later. So that's the news today, guys. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram at natty underscore news underscore daily. If you like the video, please like it. Subscribe to the channel if you're not already. And I'll see you guys in the next one.